0: to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. February 1, 365 Dow. Day 32. Ubiquity. Tao is everywhere. It cannot be kept from the sincere. Tao originated in China and was an expression of that culture. It was intimately tied to a poetically agrarian view of the world, and it forged mysticism and pragmatism together. But now, most of us, even those in China, do not understand ancient words. Our farming is mechanized. Our poetry is written on computers. Does this make Tao invalid? No, it does not. Tao is still here, and if we are to follow Tao, we must rely not on old standards, but on direct experience. Contemporary minds need contemporary concepts to interest them. If following Tao is as great as the master's claim, Then it ought to be applicable to any situation and any race. Neither time nor place nor culture should be a barrier to the sincere seeker. Tao surrounds us. We need only guidance and understanding in order to connect with it. Tao is not something esoteric. It is right here. The masters allude to this all the time. For them, anything, from reading scriptures to attending the theater, from meditating to sweeping dung from the ground, is Tao. They understand the ubiquitous nature of Tao and act accordingly. If masters still know Tao in this world of jet planes and electronic communication, then we can also absorb the essential message of Tao. Those who succeed might never talk of it, and yet everything they do will be spontaneously in tandem with Tao. Day 32 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for February 1. Today's quote. The real miracle of individuation and reclamation of the wild woman is that we all begin the process before we are ready, before we are strong enough, before we know enough. We begin a dialogue with thoughts and feelings that both tickle and thunder within us. We respond before we know how to speak the language, before we know all the answers, and before we know exactly to whom we are speaking. Clarissa Pincola Estes, born 1945. In Jungian psychology, integration and unification of the self come through the resolution of successive layers of psychological conflict, such as egomania and inferiority complexes. Compulsions, like binging and purging, become exacerbated in addiction and polarize rather than unify our personality traits. Overindulgences lead to self-loathing and swearing off. We demonize these base instincts and think of being freed forever from these shortcomings once we have identified them and turned them over. Not so fast, says Dr. Jung. Integrating these extremes into a well-functioning whole is what he calls individuation. There is no victory of good over bad, but rather an integration of yin and yang. We don't choose Dr. Jekyll over Mr. Hyde. They shake hands and we learn to manage better with all of who we are. The steps are a process of reprogramming. With time and help, we find new coping strategies, honestly appraising ourselves and resisting overcompensation or feeling ashamed and secretive about ourselves. From disillusionment to enlightenment, we draw our extremes to the middle, humbly doing the best we can with our imperfection in an imperfect world. We have faith at times, and we are fearful at times, as we trudge along and adapt. Fear and fantasy are always part of us, but this individuation is a changing of the guard. We are still affected by, but not enslaved by, our all-or-nothing extremes. Do I see that turning over or eliminating character defects, as the original literature phrased it, is just one way to articulate the reclaiming or recreating of my life and the world I live in? February 1. (laughs)